Hey everybody and thank you for coming to the season one episode one of Soul Seeds. Um Okay, wow, this actually took a while for me to finally get started on this podcast. It's been something I've been wanting to do for a while. Um I am Christian Capayang. The name of this podcast is Soul Seeds. So you may be asking yourself what what is Soul Seeds? Well basically in the name it says it it's basically just seeds for the soul. It's going to be mostly about like conversations and these gems that were like, well, the conversations are considered gems basically because they're so powerful. They just basically enrich your soul and your light and your love and your vibrance and your confidence and everything that has to do coming from within. So basically there's a lot of conversations and like me coming along with my friends and my family, like a lot of the time, there's conversations that I wouldn't, know how to bring up or sometimes I would even bring up something that I would want to talk about but like will feel intimidated or afraid or like you know I wouldn't want to be judged these conversations can be anything they can be a lot of mine were usually about sex or drugs or relationships or success or comfort zones or doubt and yeah I went through a lot that I didn't know how to speak of through people so I just feel like this is a great way actually to like actually to bring people together and like join a community and create something that can people can feel comfortable and speaking about certain topics that they're not really useful like used to speaking about um don't get me wrong though i had people around me my whole life every time i turned around there was family there or a great friend there or a great teacher there or a great somebody's always around my life that i can go and talk to but there's just certain situations, certain perspectives that people have that makes you aware. Like, okay, maybe I shouldn't go up to this person. Maybe I should just keep it to myself. And you leave, you live with these things sometimes. Sometimes you even forget to go up to somebody and just, you know, and you just hold it in forever. So I just wanted to create this. I think it's the perfect way to just everybody comes here. I'm going to have different people. That's my goal, to have different friends of mine, different colleagues, different co-workers. Tú sabes, like... <laughs> Sorry, that's me speaking Spanish. Okay, so a bit more about me. I am a bilingual 19-year-old who was born and raised in Harlem in New York City. I was born in the year 2000, so yeah, whatever. I'm a baby to some of y'all. But um, I'm 19 years old, and I come from Dominican descended parents. So they're born in born in the Caribbean Repu- Dominican Republic, Caribbean. Sorry, guys, it's actually like so much feelings inside of me so much emotions i don't know like i'm probably speaking too quick it's my first time doing this but since i am a perfectionist i've been holding this for too long you know like i've been wanting to do this for months and i was like no this is not perfect no this is not right you know what life goes on so we're just gonna get on this chat and just on this cast actually and just talk away you know just see what this is about get it started um so yeah, basically this is my introductory podcast to explain to you what associates was the purpose of me doing this, my awakenings, my goals, my ideas, what I want you guys to help me with, what I need from you guys, how can you guys benefit from this example. So basically, yeah, the name of the podcast is Soul Seeds. Uh, seeds for the soul, things that we can talk about, conversations that we can speak of to enlighten our soul, to grow our soul and become more confident within ourselves in those topics. Um, different weeks we will have different topics different questions like next week i might be talking about sex or like when is when is it okay to have sex 
is there such thing as too much too much sex is there a you know just conversations like that that people will be very like hold back questions that people hold back and not really want to ask or yeah i have my friend here next week um i don't want to say no names yet but my friend will definitely be here we're going to be answering some questions we're going to be talking about might be a different topic you never know so yeah what actually led me into this journey so basically the immediate i would say cause of me starting this podcast would be because shamima my a good friend of mine and i were so open when we we're having conversations we we're so open like we would not hold back no details like let's say we were speaking about a relationship that we had with somebody let's say or she had with somebody she would be very open about it she would say how it happened what happened like she would uh, how do i explain that? okay so basically me and her have so many open open conversations that it's to the point where we don't hold anything back we're truly ourselves or transparent if i don't feel like i'll be judged in front of her i don't think that she will um take anything i'm saying offensively i don't think she will judge me for the way i think or, or for what i did and after having certain conversations with shamima it's just like wow like okay i got a better understanding i got a better like you know i feel more confident with the solution i'm about to take like the problems that are going on in my life right now when i speak to shamima let's say they're very transparent i wouldn't hold anything back any little details anything that would make me feel ashamed of myself i would still speak it out loud because it's it's a part of being transparent it's a part of being yourself when you're yourself and you just be yourself around certain people there's nothing you can hold back there's no there's no reason for people not to like you unless they're just insecure with themselves and there's no reason for you to not like yourself because you are yourself you feel me you have to be the best person you can be and create that person from nothing <laughs> so yeah you have to imagine yourself at the highest point you have to imagine the highest being of yourself and show up as that person preach <laughs> so yeah guys um i've been through a lot basically in my life but i feel like those experiences helped me in becoming to the graceful young man i'm becoming and i've i've become and still becoming actually um but the mo- the awakening that actually arose my third eye would be my move to london i was living in new york city for my whole life actually Well, I lived a few years in Dominican Republic with my grandparents and my older brother. I'm a second oldest of five. Four boys, one girl. Yeah, four boys, one girl. Well, actually, there's five boys, one girl. Um, poor girl, I know. <laughs> second oldest here. I moved to London actually September 19, so it's about been a year and a few days now. After living in New York City, I moved here for university, being the fact that my degree is three years, um, three years in total here, as opposed to back into New York City would have been four to five of my masters. Um, also, I moved here with the hopes of traveling the world. So far, let me tell ya, it's been crazy. Like I would have moved here last year, not even thinking that I would I would have traveled this much. Um. Yeah, so tomorrow night, I'm probably tomorrow morning, I'm actually going to take a trip to my ninth country of the year. 
And after I take my trip to the ninth country of the year, it's going to be a experience that I'm going to vlog. It's going to be my first um, vlog, travel vlog. It's going to just be crazy. I'm not saying no names yet. You guys will see tomorrow. Keep up on my Instagram um, to see where I'm going. It's crazy. Yeah, I came here with the hopes of traveling because back in New York, right? Like a flight from New York to like Florida or like Cali, let's say, would be like $500, $600. And mind you, here I paid like... 100 pounds not even 100 pounds it was like 860 something just to go to a whole new country where there's a whole cultural shift there's a whole different language there's a whole different traditions like everything's like completely different as opposed to new york you go from new york to florida the only thing that's different is that the weather that's about it you see the same people the same not the same people you know what i mean like the same vibe nothing changes so i just feel like europe is just sick in that sense i freaking love it I love everything about it actually um so yeah and i moved here also like because i want to become a model a fashion model at that and my opportunities of doing so wouldn't have lessened in such in like that much if i came here because in london the fashion london is also a fashion capital of the world such as new york city paris milan like stuff like that um, but since I moved to London, I've learned so much about life. I've learned so much about comfort zones. I learned so much about everything, like mothers, relationships, sex, drugs. Like I've experienced so much. You guys would even understand. Like by the time we get a little deeper into this season, you guys will learn about a little bit more about me and my experiences coming here and doing so, and so many different things that's happened to me that I just have to share with you guys. But. Yeah, let me just tell you a bit what this is going to be about. Mm. But after my point of coming to London, I was woke. I was woke as fuck. I, like, yo, I'm here now, like, for real. Like, <laughs> like affirmation really works, guys. Like, you have such a beautiful experience. You have to imagine something and put it out into the world. Like, this day, this month, this year, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be there doing that. And next thing you know, this month, this day, this year, you doing that. And you did that, you feel me? Like, don't ever doubt yourself. You over here doubting yourself, but other people are intimidated by your potential, you feel me? Like, you have to go for it at all times. Like, I can't even stress that enough. You <laughs> you guys don't understand. Like, ugh, I'm so excited. But yeah, I thank you again, guys, for listening thus far. I appreciate all of you guys that are here right now. Um, I appreciate guys for giving me the opportunity to just share my life and share my thoughts and my ideas. And I'm actually glad that we're sharing this um podcast also i don't want this to be just me talking i want this to be a mutual share of energy i want you guys to comment like hey chris like what you thought about this what do you think about this um i'm still thinking of making a soul siege page so that people can get ideas and like, hit hit up the page but i think my instagram will be with um a bit better um yeah but guys i'm very grateful for this experience to be able to share my opinions and hear you guys out um um, very spiritual of a person. I'm so spiritual. I believe in the third eye. I believe in affirmations. I believe in cleansing your aura. The, I believe in zenning, like all of that. Uh, when I say spiritual, though, I don't mean like, oh, I'm Aries. I'm a, yeah, like I don't really, <laughs> not to like diminish that idea, but I'm not really into star signs and all that. But for those of you who are, I'm Aries. Um, yeah, but my room, guys, is very spiritual. Like. You have a little incense stick there, have the little dream catchers, have the little quote on the wall, the mandala, well, the plants, everything is just very spiritual. Um, 
But yeah, guys, it's just this. One sec. <laughs> but yeah, what I hope you guys get out of this podcast is to feel comfortable speaking about certain things. Like, let's say you guys did drugs before. Are you in the crisis of drug abuse? I want you guys to feel comfortable and ask questions and speak about it and come to hear this page and just share your thoughts and as I share mine um sex and it's wrongdoings beauty like why do people feel so beautiful why do people are why people so beautiful yet feel so badly of themselves or feel so ungodly of themselves likewise like we can speak about confidence and that's me actually per se too that my it's I'm not what I am on Instagram every day like every most of the time actually I wake up and I'm like damn I I don't even look that good like I be in my, I be on the mirror for hours. Sometimes not hours. I dragged it for mad long, just doing my hair again. Mind you, it looks the same. Just putting some more lotion on. Just like trying to look good. But it's like to be honest, once you're not happy within yourself, you won't be happy. Period. Period. <laughs> and so yeah, you guys have to just be confident within everything. Everything you speak about has to be coming from a place of confidence. If not, then you don't feel confident in any way. In well, a lot of ways actually. Um, when you speak about sexuality, you have to be confident. When you speak about your confidence, you have to be confident. When you speak about your beauty, when you speak about your wrongdoings, anything, you have to be confident because you are human and humans are prone to make mistakes. And that's most of the things I wanted to say. Also, Yeah, so this will be mostly about um, life stories. I'm gonna have different guests every week here. Every different guests here every week. Um, and I want people to share. Their, they're gonna come here and share their stories. So last but not least, let me just get a little bit more about me. So how did I get to this point of sitting in this library room in the University of East London? Meanwhile, my family is back home in New York City. How did it happen, Chris? Like, how did you get here? I was born in New York City in the year 2000. I moved to my to Dominican Republic to live with my grandparents and my older brother because my parents were working too much. They couldn't, didn't have enough time, so they just maintained us financially while my grandparents were there for us physically and emotionally. And yeah, anything we needed, they were always there for us. I moved to New York City in 2008. I didn't know any English. I was just put in public school. I was forced to learn English. I was speaking to people. I was forced to like learn the language because you know I had no way to communicate with people unless they were speaking um, Spanish. I was put in a bilingual class in the in fourth grade though, the second year after I got there. So that helped out a bit because I was learning English as I was speaking Spanish and people around me were helping me out a lot. So that was for very, very well. Um, then after that, I went to middle school. And this whole time I was living with my stepmother and my father, um, just them and my older brother. It was just us four in the house. So after I get to eighth grade, I was like, yo, you know what? I haven't lived with my mom ever in my life. Uh, the My parents divorced when separated when I was about one or two-ish. So I've never lived with my mom a day in my life except for the year of eighth grade, which was when I wanted, 2015, I believe which was like, oh, dad, can I just live with my mom? I want to see how it is. I want to experience out there. I never got the chance to live with my mom. I think it's 
you know, it's affecting me in a way. Can I just see how it is? And he, at first he was hesitant about it because, you know, you never want to let your child go. But after I told him and I'm just like, yo, it's affecting me in a way. I really want to see my mom. I just want to live with my mom. He was like, okay, I'll give you a year. Let me know how it goes. If you want to stay, you stay. If you want to, you know. And cool, I went over there. Living with my mom was great. It was every, I got to actually know her. We spoke about things. She got to know the type of person I am. Me and my mom today, let me tell you, are really, really close. We're like the closest. Like I can tell my mom anything, I believe. Yeah, anything actually. One of the first people that I told when I said I was bisexual was my, was my mother actually. And she was like, oh, why you didn't tell me? And I was like, oh, cause it was just, you know, I had to, I don't know, like I just didn't feel comfortable. She was like, oh, I already knew though. I'm like, okay, so I, why didn't you tell me? And she was like, what you mean? And there was just this whole joke thing. And turned out, she started crying too, because I was going to Jerusalem that weekend. And that, and she, I was going to Jerusalem that weekend, and she started crying. She was like, oh my God, I need you to go over there. I need you to pray. I'm so proud of you. And that was like a very special moment when I went to Jerusalem. And like, I have some videos of that. Didn't really do um, travel blogs, because it's like, after I moved, um, after I moved to London, bro, life has been freaking crazy. Like, everything is just flashing right before my eyes. I can't even, like, you know, hold, I can't even, like, live in it, because it's just going so quick, like, I'm already in my second year of university, bro, like, two years, and I'm done, and I'm done with uni, then I'm going, God knows where I'm going, because I'm supposed, my visa's supposed to expire by then, but I'm motherfucking not trying to go back, you feel me, like, I'm trying to go out here, explore the next continent out there, what I'm going back to New York for, um, so yeah, that's that. And then I went to live with my mom. So let me tell you how. If y'all look it up, Baltimore riot. <laughs> that's what happened when I was living with my mom. There was a whole riot. Um, cop cars on fire. Um, the SWAT team, FBI. That people shooting. People breaking into Foot Locker. People this. Schools getting shot down. And I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, and my dad was like, you see, you want to be going over there now? <laughs> it was funny though. It was funny, you know. Um, I mean, just so you guys know, I'm studying forensic psychology and I feel like that's a perfect degree for me because I'm all into the spiritual, I'm all into philosophy and psychology and how the human mind works and these theories and how people, I'm all into all that, you know, I love studying people and I love studying the mind and the fact that I get to study something that I can actually benefit from because I'm learning more about myself in the midst of it, it's just perfect, why not, you know, and I'm gonna make money from it, like, come on. So yeah, and then I moved there, and then I moved back to New York, actually, 10th grade, uh, to spend the year at my mom's. After that, I was like, hell no, I'm not staying in here, like you want him. And then I did that, so after I moved back in 10th grade, I went to Sky Level Preparatory High School, it's Lehman High School, basically, it's one of the schools in Lehman in the Bronx. And I was there, while I was there, I was like very, very, very different than I am now. Like, I was, I hid my sexuality, I just presented myself in this whole image and this whole image that I was not, like I was, you guys don't understand, like I was, I hid my sexuality, I also smoked a lot of weed actually to like, to help with that, to ease that. Cause it was like, I feel like when I smoked weed, it was an escapism for me to like, cool, like it doesn't really matter, I don't really care. People think I'm gay, people don't think I'm gay, people actually find out, people don't find out. So I smoked weed a lot actually, high school year. It wasn't, a, it wasn't to a point where it was affecting me, though. 
So I kept that in Venice, I think. Um, graduated with honors, um, National Honor Society. So clap it up for me. <laughs> and yeah, guys, so basically after that, I graduated high school and everybody was going to community colleges and state universities. And I was telling everybody, like, yo, I want to go to school in London. I want to go to school in London. Everybody's like, are you for real? And some people were like, oh, you're not going to school in London. And there was like, it was like, some people was like, oh, you actually think you're going to school in London? And then I told my, my counselor, and she was like, Chris, um, if I were you, I would make some other choices. And that's when I was like, you know what? Like, nobody's trying to help me. I got to help myself out. I went into that school website. I applied for UEL. Two days later, I got in. I'm sitting right here in this library making this podcast a year and a half later in my second freaking year. Like, how exciting is that? Yeah. <laughs> how exciting, man. You understand that? Exciting as hell. So, yeah. And then I came to UEL. And mind you, I was only 17 when I was paying for my visa and all that. I worked in Starbucks for three years of my life, saving up for my visa, um, for my school, saving up for my visa, saving up for everything I needed, for my papers, the passport renew, the flight, this, that, and the third. Paying for everything. Imagine a 17-year-old. Like, since little, I feel like... And that's what I was telling you about all the things that happened to me when I was younger, from me having that point where I was living by myself even at 16, 15 where I had to do shit for myself, where nobody was around, where my parents, where my dad wasn't around, where we went through a little, just everything that happened to me made me what I am today. If it wasn't for that point, I wouldn't have been able to make my own food probably right now. I wouldn't have been able to individually, like independently come to London. I mean, my parents helped, yeah, but they were more there financially than they were there for me emotionally, I believe. Well, and that's that's not right to say because my aunt, my yeah, my aunt was there for me emotionally. She was always the one like, you got this, you can do this. Actually, my friend Diani was there too. She was like, you got this, you can do this. And after that, it was like, and after that, it was just like, you got this, you can do this. And I was just like, oh, like, you know, I don't know if I can, like, what's going to happen? I'm going to be out there. What if I don't like it? My aunt was like, if you don't like it, come back. You know, we always here for you. This, that, and the third. So I'm just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I did it, man. I did it. I'm here. I'm in my second year of uni now. Second year of uni. And I'm going to kill this shit. But I just need people to know that anything you need to speak about, whether it be sex, whether it be drugs, whether it be failure, anything you want to speak about, you have to find somebody that you're open to or close enough to speak about it. Because there's loads of people who, when you speak of... There's also people that when you speak about it, it helps you feel better. It strengthens you you as a person. It just makes you feel so much secure within yourself. And it also just like, it also makes you feel like so relieved. Yeah, relieved. Sorry guys, I'm a bit bit, um, distracted. But yeah, guys, I also don't want you to think that I came here, I saw, I conquered, yada, yada, yada. Nah, it was really hard for me, you know. I was, it was a point where I was alone. I would come to my room crying at uni just because I couldn't, like, bear everything that I had to do. I had to, I didn't know how hard it was for me to maintain a job, for me to go to school, for me to want to do modeling, for me to travel the world, for me to cook every day, to do laundry, to do all of this. And I just came to my room one time crying, like, 
bawling my eyes out. Like if anybody would have passed by my room, they would have thought somebody died. Cause I was just there sobbing, sobbing. And I think, and I also remember this being on Christmas too. On Christmas, I was just sobbing and I was just there like sobbing so hard that somebody probably would have thought I died, to be honest. <laughs> somebody thought somebody had died. So then after that, it was a point where my family had called me on Christmas and they were all together in Christmas in the house. They were all together. They were all celebrating, having a good time. And there was me in my uni room, in my uni room eating hot dogs. Like, imagine how sad that is, eating McDonald's in my uni room on Christmas. Like, my family's over there eating some hot food, eating some good hot food. And I was just so sad. It was a point. I there was a point where I went through some heavy, heavy like drugs. I used some heavy, heavy drugs actually. After starting university, I'm clean. I'm past that now. I went through some toxic relationship as well. And these are all things that I want to get to talk to you guys about. You know, because it's like it's all things that as much as me and Sham speak about it, or me and my other friends speak about it, there's there's things that I want to get to share with you guys so you guys know how to deal with certain things as well. Because there's a lot of you guys that are, are a bit younger than me. And always asking me for advice. And also some of you guys are a lot older than me. Like, how do you do it? I want to be like you. And to be honest, I don't want to be cocky, but I definitely say that it's everything that I've been through in life has got me, every decision I've made, every aspect of life that I saw, like, changed, anything, everything I've been through from 2000, April 11, 5.08 a.m. until this point. Until... September 20... What's the date? Yeah, twenty twenty-six, twenty-nineteen. Everything I've been through. But, yeah, basically, you guys just know that this is a point where I want you guys to come every week now. Every week. Every week. Please. Come on. I want to thank you guys for listening this far. I know it's a bit long. I'm sorry. Just wanted to express to you if you guys have any more questions, if you guys want anything you guys want me to talk about next um, episode, next podcast, any questions for me, any questions about my experiences, any questions about everything I just said, um, any advice. I'm always here for you guys. I try to be. Um, but the thing is, right, I'm traveling the world. I'm doing my travel blog every month. I'm going to a new country. I'm in school at the moment. So I'm my second year of forensic psychology. I'm about to grad um about to have fine um tests and shit this year. A lot of projects, a lot of papers due. I'm also trying to I'm also gotta um do some editing for this podcast. I'm also into poetry. I'm doing this video for my poetry. I have wrote a poem about me wanting to I'll probably share it with you guys soon, yeah. About me being an international student and how hard it has been for me and how drugs took me in and how sex has had an effect on that and everything. Like this is where you're gonna be blunt. This is seeds for the soul. So let's grow our fucking souls and bitch them and water our little plants. <laughs> And yes, guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you, all of you. Um, if anything, you can share this podcast with a friend or subscribe. Anything you want, rate it, review it. I highly appreciate it. You guys can DM me. My Instagram is iChrisCapellan, iChris, C-A-P-E-L-L-A-N. I appreciate all of you. Um, yeah, Soul Seeds, and I thank you guys for listening. So the next episode will be about basically sex and the topic of sex and the topic of sex relationships sex health everything you want to know um and basically 
This is just the chat. Seats for the soul. You come here, have a conversation, raw conversation, raw, blunt, uh, open conversation about any topic it is that we have available. Have a few people speaking. Have, just have fun, you know, enjoy the little vibe, enjoy the little talk show. Whether it's you on your way to work in the morning, on your way back home in the night, on your way to school, on a roller coaster, walking your dog, whatever it is you're doing. Just make sure you listen and sit back and relax. Thank you guys. Appreciate it.